Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerald, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And I have a shaman here today. I have Todd Wilcox. And Todd, welcome to High Road to Humanity. Thank you, Nancy. I'm so excited to be here. I'm glad you're here. I haven't had a shaman on. I don't think I have. And I've been doing this for a while. So I'm really interested to talk to you about energy. But you guys, let me read his bio. Todd has had a lifelong fascination with alternative healing, consciousness, expansion, and human potential. His first book, Slipstream Shaman, which we're going to talk about today, uses quantum healing for individuals, communities, as well as the planet and beyond. Uh, it's been just published uh, last year, I believe, 2022. And he also loves talking about the paranormal. And he hosts a radio program called My Side of the Universe. So we're going to ask him about that. But I guess the first thing I want to know is um, tell us your story. I mean, you were looking for your life's purpose from what I can understand. Yeah. And, you know, I'd, I'd been looking for my purpose for a long time. And I, you know, you go through life, you're kind of confused. You want to get, you want to be someplace, you want to do something. You never quite figure out what it is. Yeah. And, and I was that way for a long time. I worked hard. I was always had a job. I always worked hard. I always um, excelled at, at any job I had, but I never felt rewarded, never felt um, the pleasure that I thought I would have. And so I was searching for my purpose, thinking that would just align everything. Once I knew my purpose, you know, the stars would blink brighter, the angels would start to sing the whole bit, right? Yeah. I'd have a clear shot to success, whether it was to be a CEO of a company or to have my own company or, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And um, so I was always looking for my purpose. And on my radio show, um, that that popped up a lot. People were always looking for their purpose, mm -hmm. talking about finding their purpose. Mm -hmm. In my personal life, people are always talking about finding their purpose. And I I talked to very few people that felt like they found their purpose. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the reasons I brought it up in the book is that um, I think we're better off when we know. Yes. What we, what we don't understand, though, is that even when we don't know it, we're working on it. And yeah. I you know, I spent years wondering what my purpose was. I found it through meditation, through this process that I used, the slipstream shaman method. And once I found it, it was just two simple words to help. Yeah. Um, and like I say in the book, just because it's simple doesn't mean it's easy. Uh, and what I realized that throughout my life, I was always trying to help. I was the big brother helping the little brother and sister. I was the, I was the the person trying to help the mentee. I was, I was always you know, to help was always part of my life uh, in the paranormal world. I got into that to help people that were having problems. Yeah. Uh, so it was always to help. I just didn't realize it. I just didn't um, understand exactly what, what it was that I was meant to do. And, and um, once I found that I was able to get much more clear. It doesn't, but it doesn't mean it's easy. You know, I have to work at it all the time. I'm always looking to develop. Um, there's, there's always, um, roadblocks you you think you've got things figured out and then the universe lets you know that you don't and uh, so, that's true that's absolutely true yeah well, so and, just because it's easy isn't I mean just because it seems simple doesn't mean it's easy is the that long story <laughs> no that's true that's true and you help people and animals I love that you work with animals I'm a real animal lover I like animals a lot more than I do people I hate to say that <laughs> <laughs> my uh my bucket list for the radio show um god i even hate to say this we did over 200 episodes and it was just canceled um oh, so it's, it's no. no longer a thing um but uh yeah it was wonderful we had six years of of the best time of my life i loved doing it oh, um, so we'll we'll figure out something different do a podcast same type yeah. of thing um yeah. yeah it's no longer there um one of the bucket list items um 
I had I had uh, several, and one of them was talk to William Shatner. I'm still working on that, um, but I wanted to find out if pets were going to be with us when we passed. Yes, I knew for sure that people would be there, but I didn't know about pets, and I wasn't convinced. So, you know, 10, 10 of my first fifty episodes were talking to pet psychics, uh, people that did pet healing. I yeah. really wanted to make sure that all these pets that I had that I loved and my friend's pets and, and all these people's pets would be there when we got there. And I'm 100% convinced. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> I'll tell you, I got to tell you really quick. So I had um, the psychic lawyer, Mark Anthony on the show several oh, times. Yeah. Me too. Okay, Great cool. Yeah. yeah. And so he did a reading for me because he had been on so many times and he's the only person that's ever done that where, you know, he got in contact and it was so crazy because he said, Nancy, your cat is stepping forward. And I said, yeah. And it was, I mean, it was great to hear from my dad. It was great to hear from my sister, but the shocker was that my cat stepped forward because I loved her so much. Yeah. And that, like you, it was like, wow. I mean, that was like the biggest surprise and the For biggest, sure. I don't know, just warm moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, things become obvious. You know, once I knew my purpose, all those things I'd done in the past made sense, right? Yeah. Once I knew for sure that animals were going to be there, yeah. all I really had to do was look in their eyes. You can see their soul. It's, you look in a cat's eyes, a dog's eyes, a, a bird's eye, a, a horse's eye, you know they have a soul. And so I, I should have been okay. I should have known. Um, but you know, <laughs> once you know, you can con connect the dots and everything's fine. But yeah, yeah that was that was a big thing for me. And I love helping animals. And, and um, I need to follow up with somebody that asked me about help for a, a dog and that that reminded me so thank you I need to check on that oh yeah well I'm just a big animal lover and I have a cat and she's like my best friend she's my companion and it sounds weird but she is and she can be a real pain but I guess so can I so <laughs> it works out listen I wanna, yeah there you go um you know I want to talk about your quantum healing process you know you talk about um your quantum room that you take people in. And I just have to say, first of all, before we even get into this, I think it's really cool that you don't charge. Yes. It, um, it just feels wrong for me. Yeah. I, uh, I was given this gift. I kind of fell into it and developed it. And, and, and I know that it, it wasn't, um, I didn't pay somebody to teach me this. And so it, it feels weird and wrong and, and actually terrifying. I'm, I'm worried that I won't be able to do it if I charge people. No, um, you will. So yeah. <laughs> and and a lot of people said, no, you'll be fine. Just do it. And I, I just can't. Yeah. Um, and, and as a result, when I've been on different shows, I've said, yeah, send me an email. I will do a healing for you at no charge. Um, this, the start of this year, I had thousands of requests the first two weeks oh my God. of January. I still haven't caught up with them. I can only do so many a day. Oh, yeah. And, um, so anybody that, that heard me the first of the year and you sent me a request, I haven't forgotten. I haven't ignored, yeah. but it, I am so far behind. It's crazy. So I, um, while I don't make the offer, I, I will promise if, if somebody needs something, send me an email, I will get to it eventually, but I might be a year away Wow. Um, just so that everybody knows. Well, and yeah, I, I want to address this a little bit because, you know, I, I'm a psychic, I'm an empath and I work with the angelic realm and, you know, I do charge, but I don't charge an astronomical yeah. amount because I don't feel like you should, I'm going to take, take you back a little bit. I had a reading with Sylvia Brown Okay. and this was gosh, oh my gosh, 20 years ago. And at the time, I mean, she was charging at that time. I think she charged me like $450, $500. It was a lot of money for me yeah. to do it, but I did it. But then I feel like she lost her, like you say, her thing. Cause I feel like there's a happy medium, like anything else you can charge. Like there's a give and a take in the universe. You know what I mean? Yes. But yes. you don't want to go to where you're like, charging people so much money. Like I've had people say to me, well, I'll charge you $1,500 a month and I'll get you all set. And I'm like, are you serious right now? That's a house payment. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, come on. But I love that you don't. And I think it's wonderful. And and God bless for that, you know? 
Thank you. And and I don't I don't hold anything against anybody that charges. I don't think there's anything wrong yeah, with right. Yeah. I work with two people. We were part of a, a mastermind group um to develop our ourselves and, and consciousness and, and that for everybody, but they mm -hmm. both charge for that. And I don't I don't hold anything like that no. against Right. I think it's great. And, and some people I think need to pay to pay attention to, to the, what's being offered to them. That might be true. That might be true. So, but yeah, yeah. I have just, just so you and I are good. I have no qualms with somebody charging. I, yeah. Well, yeah. thanks. Yeah. Well, and your book is called, um, a slip stream shaman using quantum healing for individuals, communities, planets, and beyond. And, you know, what is slipstream? What do you mean by that? Explain that to the audience. Yeah, great question. So all of us have been on the freeway. We're traveling down the road at 65 and a semi passes us right. and pushes us off to the side. And then when as it gets by, it sucks us back over. That's part of its slipstream. And if you will move behind it at that point, you'll be able to go the same speed that they're going and use less gas than you were at 65. Say they pass you at 70 or 75, you can get into that slipstream of theirs where there's less resistance, everything moves faster and easier and more efficiently. And that's what I'm talking about with the slipstream. Okay. It's um, it's just, I, I look for, I always look for faster ways of doing things. A mentor of mine, when I was learning neuro-linguistic programming said, if you can do a process in seven steps, you better spend, you know, a lot of time looking for a way to do it in five, because there's always faster ways to do things. And, and in the, the shaman world, most things take a lot of time. You have to spend a day fasting or, or you're going three days without sleep and things like that to, to make these progresses. And I, I don't think people have that kind of time or patience anymore. And honestly, I don't have the patience to do something like that. Right. Um, one time I was talking to a guy on the radio and, and uh, he said, I said, so what do we need to do to really make contact with Bigfoot? And he says, first of all, you have to have patience. Yeah. I said, well, that's fine, but how do I do it fast? Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> and that's just, you're like me, cool. I'm working on pay God's teaching me patience right now. <laughs> I like that you talk about God in your book because you're just a conduit, you know, and so am I for the, for the energy that we run through ourselves. And um, I like how you talk about you, you did study with a shaman. I read part of this um, in your book. It was really great. And then at one point, and, and no, no judgment against her, you just, she wanted everybody to be kind of like she was. And you're like, no, people are all different. People's energy appears different. And we're like snowflakes. We're all different. And I love that analogy because you learned what you could, and then you went out on your own and you did your own thing and you developed it. Um, I wonder if you just talk about that because, you know, we're all so different. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the things I talk about in the book is that if I'm, if I'm telling you something in that book and it's not resonating with you, adjust it until it does. Don't, don't think you have to do everything exactly the way I do. In fact, that's the fun of this. I, my goal is to build a, a community where we're all sharing and changing things as we go and, and finding, you know, that better, better, better way to do things. And so when something doesn't ring true, don't be afraid to change it. Don't be afraid to call your mentor or your teacher on it. Um, so when, when I work with people, um, and in fact, my energy has changed. When I first learned my energy, it was a light blue color yeah. and, and it looked like a ball. And then it evolved into this, um, it looks kind of like a sparkler would be the best description now. It just, just lots of different colors flying out. Yeah, but every everyone's is different. I've I've heard everything from from black lines to um, one one young lady has just like multiple colors shooting out in streams in all directions and so many fascinating colors. A friend of mine that I work with, she has a very um, rich golden color that moves like honey, yeah. and when she helps people, she just covers them in this slow moving honey energy to to do it so yeah everybody's is different everybody's, everybody's different quantum room is different and everybody's different yes yes I really like that now you also talk about something you know I heal with my hands because I have the energy that runs through my hands and that's how I can shoot it through zoom and people can feel the energy and I can heal that way 
And I like how you talk about the chakras in your hands, because I guess I never really got into it that much. I just knew that I had the ability to do it. Talk about that, because we all sure. have these chakras in our hands. Yeah. And that's that's how I found my when I found my energy, I was and I usually do this down by my stomach, but you can do it anywhere. And I was just moving my hands like this. And what I found was that as I got closer and closer, my hands closer and closer together, I would feel cooler energy in my hands and I could also feel the energy more. I could feel it condense. Yeah. So that was when I first started learning that I can manipulate this energy and do, do what I need to do. So I started off doing that, finding my energy and then I covered myself in it. So I was protected when I would go on ghost hunts or when I was sleeping in a place that felt uncomfortable right. or just in a place that was uncomfortable. I'd do that. I also, when I'm doing long drives, I will put my energy together and shoot it down the road. And so it's following the path I'm going to take, making a good, clear drive for me. Now, and I use that all the time. Uh, yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but do you, um, in the book, you talk, and I hope you don't mind that I ask this, you teach people, okay, and I want you to teach the audience if you don't mind, because you, you have to get his book, okay? But I will say that I thought it was really cool, because I've done this before, but will you go through the process where you put your hands together and you can feel the energy? See, now when I do it, mine is usually hot. Yes. And, and that's great. And the girl I told you about with the, uh, with the golden energy yeah, is too. Yeah. Um, and it's all different temperatures. Everybody yeah. has just like the colors, it's all different. And mine, mine is very cool. Isn't and sometimes funny? when I'm working with people, they'll feel that cool energy. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And, and there's no right or wrong. And that shaman was also saying it was going to be warm and, and a different color. And, and, and yours uh, wasn't. And mine wasn't. So I just, I got to a point where I couldn't be involved. So I, I checked uh, out, I didn't interrupt, yeah. but I just stepped away. And then when I got alone, started working with it. And once I found the energy, I found that I could focus. And I, I am sure that if I was, um, if I was born in 2010, I would have been diagnosed with ADHD without question. But mm. being born in 1963, I was just a hyperactive kid that needed to be hit. <laughs> um, so, okay uh, the world was different yes and, uh, and so you know my brain is always just flying thoughts are always flying 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 mm -hmm. and using this focusing on my energy covering myself with the energy finding my quantum room that was where I was able to focus my thoughts enough that I was able to find my purpose and was able to, to meet my um, spirit guides and, and develop those things. And without that focus, I, I would be, you know, a lot farther behind than I am now. And that's, and that's one of the things I, I want people to be able to do is get that focus. Yeah. When I tried to meditate in the past, it was 20 years of relaxing, trying to clear my thoughts and then falling asleep. Okay. Uh, what I what I found is that with meditation, I don't need to clear my thoughts. I'm just focusing thoughts, quieting the thoughts, getting a more streamlined set of thoughts. And so when I tried to just clear my thoughts, all that made me think of is why can't I clear my thoughts? What you know, and it would just start this crazy mm -hmm. uh, deal with me. And so it's okay when you're meditating if you're thinking. It's more than okay. And okay. in fact, I would say that it's best. And and what you want to do is, is just focus your thinking. So for me, that's, that's to find my energy, cover myself in it, mm -hmm. go into my quantum room. And as soon as I'm there, I'm, I'm able to interact with whoever I need to, whether it's my spirit guides and I have different levels of guides. I have a warrior team that helps me with healings. I have a love team. Um, I've started bringing in seven generations for the people that I'm working with and animals. Yeah, I like that part. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Well, let me rewind a little bit. So as I was okay. reading this morning, uh, I put my hands together. Now, and I want to talk about how I do energy because I love how you do energy, but I want to kind of understand it. So I put my hands together and I could feel my energy and you say, hold it there. And then I could send it. So I sent it to my pet. I sent love to my pet. Okay. And love it. Yeah. Or if, or if you're having a bad day or if somebody's having a bad day, you can take that energy that you've created right here yes. in the palm of your hand and send that love energy out to somebody who's having a bad day. I thought that was really, really cool. Absolutely. I, yes. I really like that. Now, I also thought it was cool 
because I've heard this before that you just said about healing our generations behind yes. us and ahead of us. Talk about this because this is really fascinating. Yes. Yeah, so again, it's part of the slipstream. If you look at a slipstream in quantum physics, you'll find that it's that it's going in time. It's it's going through time. Okay. And so what happens is when we heal something that's hurting us, it was probably something that hurt an ancestor and just carried through. Mm -hmm. And so we heal it with us. That healing travels back in time to take care of them. It also travels forward in time to, to make sure that our future generations don't have that same problem. And then once, once as we're doing that, when we do the healing, we bring the seven generations in to rejoice with you and they and they surround you. And it's funny, every single time I do a healing, when I bring in the seven generations, it looks different. Um, sometimes they're all holding each other and rocking. Sometimes, sometimes the whole group is doing something like this. Sometimes it's spinning like a universe. Um, sometimes there's lights coming out of them. It's, or I can see symbols. They will sometimes like releasing, I'll... like releasing yeah. the energy. Yes. And, and, okay. and uh, releasing energy and um, bringing it to each other. Okay. Um, All right. Like it's, uh, I saw a picture of, of birds early in the morning singing and you could see the, the shape of their song in the, in the frost. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of like that. So as the seven generations from, from the past and the future are with you and you're healing, um, energy's releasing symbols are forming. Um, there's, there's all kinds of just, and it's always different. Um, Sometimes they're singing. Sometimes there's they're they're dancing. It's it's really weird. It's always 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 different, and it's and that's so much fun. But um, even for people that have no children, there's still seven generations in front of you, and these are your friends. These are close family members. You know that may not be blood relatives. These are people from your soul group. So mm -hmm. don't don't think that this isn't happening for you just because maybe you don't have children. Um, it's it's part of a bigger picture than the physical uh, DNA that we see. Yeah, you know, and I heard this and I felt this intuitively and I wanted to talk to you about it because I feel like the more I work on myself, the more I heal myself, then I am healing the generations before me and ahead of me. Yes. Um, I just think that's, you know, so it's, it's interesting. So for everybody out there who's working on themselves, it's not just for you. It's yes. also for your, for your um, inner child. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Your inner child, your, and I don't even know what level it goes down to your molecular level, your spirit level, yeah. which I think is an even deeper level than your molecular level. So yeah, it's, it's helping us in so many ways and and just broadcasting and that's another reason that that i went with the some of the quantum field quantum mechanic terms is because it seems to be acting the way that they find in in quantum mechanics okay uh, the way that that energy reacts tell us some of your stories now you've dealt with people who have had hauntings and you've gone in and cleared you've dealt with people who had physical you know problems do you want to tell us a couple of stories do you want to share yeah yeah. And so, and, and I don't know if it's just my energy or what, but what really is effective with the work I do is people having heart trouble. Oh, And um, I've been very successful helping people with heart trouble. And uh, I helped a lady, I, I had been talking to her and, and she was just sad and we were talking and, and I said, can I, is it okay if I do a healing for you? And she says, sure. Why not? You know, yeah. what, what else? Yeah. And so I did it. And um the the warrior team came to help and and what that consisted of or consists of is mostly dogs that have been in my past uh desi is a beagle that i had she passed away a few years ago and she had the best nose i've ever been around she comes in in spirit form and helps oh, um, wow. all my dogs that i've had have come in and help um horses that my dad has had cats that we had uh, a rat that i had in college a um what? A giraffe just recently started helping. Yeah. So there's all these things. Um, I have an uncle that comes and helps. Wow. So there's a lot of things on that warrior team. And the reason that I started with a warrior team was because in the paranormal community, we put together a team that was going to go help people that nobody else could help. Okay. And 
the, the shaman training kind of went along with, you know, you have to have warriors with you and these kind of things, spirit warriors. And, and so maybe that was in my mind when I did it. And, and so we started with a warrior team that would find the problem with the people or find the issue with the house. Right. And so Desi sniffs around with this lady. I, I, I invited her spiritually into the quantum room and Desi sniffing around her starts digging on her back, pulls what looks like a rag out of her back that looked like it was, up against her heart and we put the rag on the ground gave it cleansing energy uh doing what's called debriding where you just clean off all the crud so that um so that the the essence is ready to clean mm -hmm. uh, it's it's like when you get a burn and they pull the skin off before they work on it that's debriding and so it's kind of an ugly process but it's needed so we debride these things um and because as we know that everything started off with a positive intent or most things start with a positive intent. We, we didn't want to just destroy this item that we took out of her, but we wanted to release it to its natural state. So we cleaned it up, gave it love energy. And it went from being this dirty, nasty, gnarly rag to this beautiful little boy, golden curly hair, blue eyes, staring up at her with just love eyes. And then oh. he ran away. So that energy oh. manifested as that. And then he was able to go off and be himself. Okay. Okay. And so somewhere along the line, she, these are, I call them companions. <laughs> somewhere along the line, she picked up some energy that was there to help her. Okay. Um, throughout the years, it became a, a hindrance. So imagine uh, you're a little boy and you're in trouble and your dad's screaming at you or a little, or a little girl and your dad's screaming at you and you just kind of tuck in and, and let the screaming go by and don't say a word. And then he calms down and everything's fine. Well, that's great in that instance, but you use that same process when you're in grade school, that's not helping you. You use it in junior high. Now you can't speak in front of people. You continue using that energy in high school and college and, and in business and it holds you back. It hurts you. And that's what happens with these companions. They start off as something positive, but as you evolve, they're holding you back. Um, or picture tying a rope around your arm as a four-year-old, you know, what's that going to do to you as a, an 18 year old or a 50 year old, it's going to kill your arm. Mm -hmm. um, so something that helped you at one time is now a problem. So um, Desi pulls that out of her. And I don't know what her background is. I don't know her health or anything like that. Right. And I don't want, I don't want to, because that biases what I do. Mm -hmm. um, I just, I want the energy to find the energy and to do the thing. So Mm -hmm. um, we took that offer and, and filled that part of her heart area with healing love energy because nature abhors a vacuum. If you don't put something there, something else is going to show up. Okay. So we put love there. Yeah. Um, I find out that she had heart trouble and, and it, that it was getting worse and they were getting ready to, to increase her medicine and they were getting concerned about her future. And she went to see the doctor a month later and he says, you look really good. We're not changing your medicine at this point. We're going to keep where we're at. Went to see the heart doctor about three months after that visit. And he said, things are going really good. We're cutting your medicine down. Yeah. And within a year, she was off the medicine and eventually started doing um, Muay Thai and, and dancing and all kinds of stuff. Her heart's in great shape. Wonderful. That was a wonderful one. Probably the, the most exciting one for me is I get to work with some people that are in organ donation. Oh, wow. And, and I get a call one night from a nurse saying, hey, we've got a young man that's that's in trouble. He's we're going to lose him. He just got he, he just received some organs and he's in a bad place. Can can you help him? Yeah, absolutely. So I jump right on that. I, I start working with him. And when I when I enter, I bring him to the quantum room. Um, I start just filling him with love. I, I didn't look for any problem. I just, I was just giving him love and healing and energy. And I could see him getting stronger and standing better. And his color came in. And while we were doing that, I saw another little boy walk into the quantum room and he was really gray and, and you could almost see through him. And so once I got the, the first little boy that had received the organs um, where he was healthy and strong, um, I changed my focus to this other boy that came in and started giving him energy. Mm -hmm. And I could just see him getting uh, thicker and denser and healthier. And 
and his color changing from gray to healthy. And once he was completely filled with healing love energy, it shot out of him in about, I want to say six directions. And what was going on was he was the donor. Right. And that energy was now going from him to his family to heal oh. them. Oh, and I get goosebumps. I'm I'm covered in goosebumps right now. So the the energy went to him went went from him once he was healing to his family to start their process of healing. Right. Um. And I asked him. I said, "What What is your name? Can you tell me your name?" And and I'm I use a different. I'm I'm not going to say his what he told me. This is different. But he said, uh, "C," and I'm getting the letter C. Okay. And uh, and I'm thinking, okay, and I'm going, Charlie, Cedric, I'm going through every C name I can think of. And he just kept saying C, C. And and so I'm thinking, okay, you, you pushed it too far. You know, you're trying to be cute. Don't don't mess with this. Just um, let let him go and heal and, and everything's fine. The next day mm -hmm. I'm talking to the nurse and she said the, the boy who received the organs was up walking. He was doing great. Yeah. Um, everything was working right so i'm not saying that i that i i'm i can replace a heart transplant or a you know a liver transplant or anything like that what i'm saying is what i do is is that um that straw instead of breaking the camel's back it's that straw that channels the energy right so that things can start to heal mm -hmm. and so don't don't stop going to your doctor or anything like that yeah in addition to what you're doing right they're, they're taking care of the the physical things, this is taking care of the energy work to get mm -hmm. everything right. And they work together. Yeah. So um, so the, the boy who received the organs was doing great. And then I said, I've got a question for you. And I don't know if you can answer this, but while we were doing this, I asked his name and he kept telling me C, C. So is his name Charlie or Cedric or you know, I'm naming off these C names? And she started laughing and says, Noah's name is Cece. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling you. Yeah, I was not interpreting what he was telling me correctly. Right. Um, he was telling me his name, and I thought he was giving me a letter. And um, so that was that was one of the most rewarding ones. And I get I get goosebumps thinking about it. And the something that I I want to share is that. The things I do in the quantum room, if I don't make notes immediately, I don't remember them. Okay. And even when I make the notes, until I till I reread those notes, I've, I've completely forgotten about it. Mm -hmm. and, and I can talk to you about two or three of the things, you know, or, or probably more than that, of the adventures I've had helping people because I've written it down. I've had the notes when I talk to people like you. Mm -hmm. with their podcasts and, and radio shows so those stick in my mind but our our physical brains aren't capable of holding this for some reason so as you're doing this work if you forget things it's okay and mm -hmm. another thing is as you're helping people and they don't remember that you do that's, that's okay a, yeah i love that thing is happening mm -hmm. uh, the, there's a story in there about a, a dog uh, that that's liver was going bad a puppy and uh, the owner was getting rated. He put on Facebook, I'm, I'm going to, it's it's over. I've got to be brave. It's it's time to let this dog go. And I said, give me an hour. Just give me an hour. Yeah. And um, the dog turned around and everything was fine. Um, not once has that ever been mentioned. Um, and I bring up the dog. How's your dog? <laughs> never <laughs> mentioned. Never, ever. So as you're doing this, yeah. don't expect a lot of thanks. Don't expect a lot of praise. Because when you do it right, they don't remember it. Things are aligned right now uh, to where they they don't even remember sometimes that they had the problem in the past. Oh, and wow. so don't don't do this for the for the gratitude for, for the self satisfaction of saying exactly. look what I did. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And I, it sounds funny, but you kind of have to be like a superhero. Yeah. You know where they where you don't you don't know it's them. You're you're saving the world every day. Yeah. And nobody knows. Yeah. Uh, there so it's go. the same thing. Don't <laughs> don't expect the 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 applause. Yeah. Well, I do want people to know I send um love and light out to the earth every day. I send it out to myself. I send it to God. And that energy, when you do that, it's your intention, it really does help heal the planet and help heal 
people. And I just want people to realize that. I want to go back to what you were talking about when, you know, I've seen movies and stuff where people get heart transplants and they still have that energy. And it totally makes sense that when you receive an organ from another person, you are receiving their energetic blueprint, I guess, is what I want to say. You know, absolutely. Yeah. And that and that part of the person will continue to live as a as a physical energy thing inside of you. Yeah. And and yeah, so the interaction is is uh, very noticeable. And and I would love to be able to it's um, that field is very um, anonymous. It's hard to talk to the people that have had those things. And so one of the things I would love to do in the future is to get with people that have had heart transplants and yeah. just spend some time talking to them. Um, so they, but they would have to come to me. There's, there's not a clearing house that lets you know who it, who had it. Right. And even the people that I, uh, that I work close with that I know very well because of it, you know, I would never ask them to betray that confidence, but they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't share with me the people. Right. But you could really help them, which is really interesting. Okay. I want to understand uh, just everybody does things a little differently. I bring in the light from above. I take it through my crown chakra. I bring in different colors depending upon how I'm feeling that day. Usually it's gold or white, but I bring it in through my head, down through my body and heal myself that way. You are taking the energy and forming like a ball and doing it that way. Um, It's just a different way. Is that right? Or are yeah, you still receiving think, it this way? Or how, I mean, when you meditate, do you bring it in or and fill I, up your vessel or what do you do? Yeah, I, I don't so much do that. Um, okay, what do you do? And, and as I'm thinking about it, I'm trying to think how I do fill it. Um, because I, so I, I do a couple things. I, when I'm doing a healing for people, I will, I will take my hands and, and create um, an energy filter. Okay. And so I will go from the top of their head, like you're talking about, mm-hmm. all the way down through their body and just cleanse and clean and, and filter out every bit of problem they have. And all the stuff that comes out, we send that that healing energy to to clean it up and then to give it the love energy so it can be whatever it wants to be. And okay. it, so that stuff that we clear out might be sludge below their feet and then turn into a flower garden or turn into a fish and so away. I'm going to stop you. So when I do it, I send it to the light. You let it develop into what it wants to be. Yes. Um, help it return to its um, okay. to its original state, which is probably what the light's doing. When okay. you're sending it to the light, it's probably okay. doing the exact same thing. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I love talking to you. This is really cool. And <laughs> thank you for the work you do. I just want to say, you know, um, it's so wonderful that you help so many people. Now, how do you keep yourself clear? You know, that, that is a tough one. And for a long time, I, I didn't realize how much of a toll this was taking on me Mm -hmm. Um, truly until the first of the year when I had so many and I was trying to do 10 healings a day, I thought I could do an infinite number of healings a day without problems. And it, it broke me. There was, you know, there was weeks that I, I had no energy to do a healing because I tried to do so many. And um, so what I, what I work on every day is is I do protection for my family. I, I do the, I, I set up my energy. I cover myself with it. Then I send it to my loved ones and I circle their house and, and that, and, you know, and then, then I expand it to the state and, you know, and, and sometimes I do the whole world. Um, yeah. But for me, uh, I, I do that same thing where I take the filter and run it through me. I, I sit with my guides. There's times where my guides just surround me and, and give me energy when I'm right. in the quantum room and okay. that, that's when I'm really tired is when I, I go to the guides and, and ask for help and, and to keep me right. It's, it's surprising how much, how, how fulfilling it is, but how exhausting it is at the same time. It's, it's a weird um, yin yang. Yin yeah. Yang. Well, yeah. Cause I've talked to, I had uh, Christy Whitman on the show and she was channeling um, the, uh, the council of light last was it last week or the week before and I asked her if it was draining and she said no it was invigorating but then I think of you know um when uh, Edgar Casey used to do it it was draining to him and I think it killed him because he was trying to do so many healings so I think it's a balance yes and you have to find that and it like she said it's invigorating it, it does yeah. give you energy but yeah it, 
it it gets you and and you don't realize it's getting you so you right. have to be mindful of that and i i agree that it, it may have killed casey yeah um, <clears throat> i wonder I had somebody i would love to emulate a little bit and and uh i've been <laughs> yeah, thinking about go. trying some of his stuff yeah i i wanted to ask you and i don't really like talking about this because i don't like to bring in any negative energy into the world but you do talk about the shadow people and i just wonder what are the what are they are they just energy that dark energy that just couldn't make it to the light and they're lost souls or what 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 is this i've heard a lot about it i've listened to coast to coast where they have people on to talk about yeah. it i mean can you just kind of tell the audience um what this yeah. what is this 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 is going to be a big long answer okay okay uh, and, and there's going to be multiple things we talk about so okay the things that i work on companions like i talked about that rag that we took out of that lady and, and healed it and then it went off as that little boy mm -hmm. that's 95 percent, 96 percent of what i encounter things that started off positive that started a problem later right then you have um what i call a parasite and this is just a, a thing and i don't know if it's an alien or you know people might call it an alien or a demon or something mm -hmm. that just is sucking your energy it attaches itself it attaches itself and it's just taking from you. Um, and I don't run into a lot of those, but I do run into a few. Yeah. Then there's this other thing that's otherworldly. And <clears throat> I've got a, a kind of weird story with that that I almost didn't put in the book because it was kind of violent. Um, that That is just an otherworldly thing. And that's truly what could be a demon or something. You know, I don't know what it is. Negative energy. Dark very, energy. very negative. Very bad. Very okay. dirty. Very ugly. And, um, but shadow people aren't part of that. And, okay. and what you're seeing on TV when they do shadow people, what you're seeing or hearing about on coast to coast, um, and I, I might be kicking myself off of coast to coast, but they're, they're trying to sell a TV show. They're trying to get you to stay through a commercial. <clears throat> so they're scaring you. I know. And, I don't like that. Yeah. And I've I've talked to over 300 people about experiences with shadow people. Three people have had bad experience. Everybody else, they're just watching. And so for, for people that aren't sure what we're talking about, a shadow person, and I call it a watching man. Okay. Um, there's another person that calls it a the hat man. Um, people call it shadow people, but I call it the watching man because all I've ever witnessed or really talked to people about is that this thing is standing there looking at you mm -hmm. and what it is it's about six feet tall picture a six foot plus person very heavily built um, looks like it's wearing a hat or a helmet you know that it has a face but you can't quite see it it's got a dark cape uh, duster some kind of a trench coat some kind of a long jacket and the whole thing is dark it can be um, anything from black to gray to dark blue it's a dark color and it'll typically be standing in a stairway or at the, or not, I mean, a doorway or the foot of your bed. And it's just looking at you. And most of the time, once you look at it, it just disappears. Mm. It's gone. Um, but it's there watching you. And so, um, why? I have, well, I'm not sure, but I, I've got <laughs> a couple ideas. We'll get to that. Oh, um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> there's, um, the three people that I've talked to that have had a bad experience saw these things. Um, one was just terrified. And I mean, this, this guy, all three of them, they're alpha males. They're, they're the guys going in when everybody's running out, they're all retired police officers. These are man's men. They, you know, they're, they're not afraid of anything. And these things terrified them. Two of them saw them with glowing yellow eyes. The other one, just when he saw this thing, he told me, Todd, I'm an alpha. I ain't no alpha. That thing's the alpha. <laughs> Don't mess with it. And so there was something hmm. that struck him about it. But everybody else just watched them. One person I talked to woke up. There was one at the foot of his bed. And as he's looking at it, it started walking towards him and through him. So it's coming up through his feet, just walking through the bed at him. Comes up through his feet, through his body. And now it's behind him. And as soon as it got behind him where the wall is, uh, this guy's perspective changed from looking up at this thing to actually looking down at his body through its eyes. Ooh. And it said, I am you. And so his feeling at the time was that this was 
This was like a. Um, this is his uh, dark side. Not necessarily dark side. He felt like it was his past life, his his end of life review. They talk, oh. you know, you talk about in a near death experience, yeah, yeah. you die and review everything in your life. Yeah. He felt like this was him in that review, look, looking down at himself in that particular time as part of his review. Um, so there's there's thoughts that these things are dimensional travelers trying to figure out who who and what we are, that they're time travelers coming back to witness what we have done, that there are aspects of ourselves reviewing what we've done. So there's a lot of things. I personally don't find them a problem, and I, I've seen them a lot. Um, the earliest time that I've seen them, normally I just see one at a time, but um, during during a house cleansing, there was three of them watching me in the basement. Ooh. Um, as a little boy, I'm in the basement of my parents' house. I'm probably four years old. And they had a room down there, pretty big, like family room that had a, a big, um, big stone fireplace. And I had a little uh, horse and it's those plastic horses that have like, two springs in front, two springs in back. Yeah. And could... yeah. So I had one of those. And because I loved Westerns, I, I knew that you rode horses fast. So I'd get on that thing and just go like crazy. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm doing that and I'm looking up and there's 12 of them in that room watching me and i just thought well that's interesting why are they watching me and i just kept writing it they have never scared me um there's times where i'm almost uh excited to see them and the, the biggest problem is we just don't know what they are so the unknown scares us right i personally don't buy into the whole thing that it's that that they're scary mean awful things coming to get us. I've, like I said, I've talked to over 300 people and, and two of them had bad experiences and one was scared, um, scared badly. Um, but you don't run into that. And, you know, when they're talking about the ones with the glowing eyes are bad, I don't know. I've only talked to two yeah. people that saw the glowing eyes and they're kind of the same guy, um, very much the same guy. So, um, Interesting. And I, I respect them both. I believe them both, by the way. Um, uh, they're, I, you think I they're observers. Them. You think they're observers. I think they're observers. I think they're just here to watch us. So that yeah. was a really long story to get to that answer. No, that's cool, though. I, you know, I've always been told, and I, I, I we only have an hour show here, so we got to get out of here pretty quick. But um, I've always thought that, you know, if anything like that happened, because I'm really bright and I attract and I, I just have learned to send love and that will <clears throat> diminish anything. What do you feel about that? 100%. I, I agree with you 100%. So if, if that, if, if you're seeing these things and it's bothering and they're bothering you mm -hmm. by all means, give yourself protection, send, send them love, send yourself love, send that energy out. And I think you'll find that it leaves. One of the things that I that I do with my energy is I'm as I'm working on it, I'll I'll see something that I'm not comfortable with on a in a haunted location or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, or even at work, if there's you know, if there's negative things going on at work, I'll get my energy and I just expand it. I just push it out in a big bubble where I'm at. Yeah. That knocks everything out of the way. And so something like that, if it's bothering you, do that just and get rid it. of it. I like um, that. Yeah, or or set yourself up. If you're having trouble sleeping, put energy around you when it's time to go to sleep. I read a, a science fiction book is probably when I was in junior high and this guy had these little cubes that he'd lay out around him and it would create an energy field around him. So he's protected while he slept on these weird planets. Yeah, I always and just I, put I love and light around me yeah. and, you know, you, protect yeah. myself that and way. And that's all it is. That's, yeah. Yeah, just put the, the intention, the intention uh -huh. of doing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And that'll wow. keep those things away from you and and everything's good. Oh my God, Todd. Well, you guys, his book is called Slipstream Shaman. It's by Todd Wilcox. What would you like to leave us with today? I I'm going to have to have you back. <laughs> I would love to be back. Um, I'd like to show the book. It's It's Thank got you. a cool cover. I'm going to buy it. I didn't <laughs> so, get one, so I have to buy it, you guys. I think it's awesome. <laughs> um, you've got my representation of the Vasquez Rocks. The artist was amazing that did this. Yeah. And the funny thing <laughs> was, I still had blue energy when she made this, but that's what my energy has changed to. She somehow knew, um, oh. so you can see hands, and that's what my energy looks like now. Oh, and uh, 
so yeah, she was amazing. She tapped into what we were doing and uh, it was really neat. I'm working on a, a companion book that really focuses on, on trauma release and helping people that are constantly in a, in traumatic places, first responders, military, doctors, um, nurses. And this may sound weird, but also public service people, mm. your, your people at restaurants, people at retail. They're it's, picking it up. They're picking up that energy. Just constant abuse. You know, you talk to somebody that works in a retail store, they have interactions with 5,000 people a week. Mm-hmm. All they can remember is that one really mean one. Mm-hmm. And so it's a way to release that energy, release that thought. And so that's, that's going to be the second book. And then I'm doing a, um, a course that will go with Slipstream Shaman, but take it even farther and do the demonstrations. It'll be on video demonstrations of what I do and, and take you through some of my actual work and, and show you what it looks like and, and yeah. uh, take the mystery out of it. Well, I just want to tell the audience, uh, I didn't have a chance to read all of it, but it was very, it was an easy read. And I learned a lot um, from what I did read. And I know a lot about energy, but you enlightened me in very many ways. And you teach people how to, you know, bring the energy together and how to send it out. And I did that this morning, like I told you, and it was just really cool. So um, I want to commend you on your work and and thank you for helping humanity. You know, I really appreciate it that and coming from you a, a very powerful healer that means a lot and oh, so um i you know i talk about getting goosebumps and i just had a nice cold thing go up and down my spine so um <laughs> i i appreciate what you do and and if people go to slipstreamshaman.com they go. can send me an email i'm slipstream shaman on instagram um and uh you know my email's on the on the website and you can order that the book through the website or at, at, amazon. at amazon and uh we're just getting started i would love to get some more books out and get some more trainings out um so while i don't charge for the healing i hope to do something where i can do this full time and help more people and i think that'll be through training and books yeah you and i are on the same path all right well god bless and thank you so much for coming on the show his name is todd wilcox the book again is slip stream shaman you guys this is nancy you out just so you know i'm working on the website so if you go in there and it looks a little odd it's under construction but if you want an angel reading you can get one just book your date and time and again todd thanks for joining us today everybody take care and god bless